fancy. Yeah, up, well, no, you'd think it's fancy, but it isn't actually fancy. It's just full of tourists and just... Oh, in my book. I know the book. So we went there. Where is London House. It's, it's on Wacker. It's right by that. It's it's across the street from from basically the Trump Tower and the uh, Chicago Tribune. So okay. you, there's a there's a very nice rooftop over there and. Cool. Um, we actually we made the reservation. Nikki wanted to take me there for ages, and we made the reservation, and um, like months in advance because everything was booked. We got there, and now I'm thinking that this is going to be like some sort of like an upscale type place. This is this was on the verge of like a nightclub. Mm-hmm. Uh, with like a shit ton of people and like you had people that had reservations but then you had five times the amount of people that were just standing around the bar so it had like a nightclub vibe and I was you know in the mood for a nice quiet dinner and now you know all these people that are drunk out of their mind they're just walking around doing all sorts of things and they gave us a table which was a fantastic table the problem was we had a little bit too much space between us and the next table. And under normal circumstances, that would be very nice. You know, you had a little bit more extra space for yourself. Yeah. But because this was basically a nightclub and we were, were on, dancing there. People were actually dancing there and they were <laughs> just in between the tables. They were taking pictures. I love it. So at one point during the dinner, there was basically a dude that was at our table. One of one of them asked, like, oh, can I leave my drink there? And Belly like, dancing? <laughs> it was it was it was just insane. I'm like I'm I'm so glad I booked this like two months in advance, thinking that we're gonna have you know like a nice quiet quiet romantic dinner. Actually, after a while, after a while, we had this group of of girls, and there's I don't I don't think there's anything louder than a group of drunk like early twenties white girls. Oh, that's the worst. Yeah, on a bachelorette like, party. Like Jesus Christ! Like how is it that you stop my internal monologue when you open your mouth <laughs> and you are thirty feet away? But the best thing was the posing and the phones because uh, we were right next to the fence, so you could see the Chicago River, the Chicago Tribune. It had a very nice view. So it's basically just people pushing each other and posing and doing... Taking selfies. Taking selfies and doing all sorts of shit. And I was just sitting there going like... You know, this is supposed to be your people. Uh, This was never my people. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, I think my face got so red that Nikki was like, do you want to leave? And I'm like... (laughs) No, I'm fine. As soon as my drink comes, and then my second drink, I'll be I'll be much much better. I just need to just numb the rage a little bit. Uh, but yeah, phones. Yeah, well, we had very uh, interestingly similar story. Not similar. Sorry. Not we had a story year. where we had a bad restaurant experience at one of our favorite restaurants that you guys have been to, Staymaker. Okay. Oh yeah. So the, Which one is that? The, Sorry. the distillery. Oh, yeah. We were Oaks. In, yeah. Yep. So um, that was one of the things we did, you know, this past weekend. And it was, the food was great. It was a regular staymaker experience, except for, you know, the server who was, who was ridiculously bad. Like, like <laughs> she went out of her way to, it, she didn't go out of her way, but she, there were these moments of, um, okay, we've ordered our drinks. We're going to sit here, and the, the drinks will come, uh, and then we'll get appetizers and appetizers. Well, 
the drinks just didn't come, and she kept like going past us, and we kept like trying to get her attention, and she wouldn't give us her attention. But finally, the drinks came, and then we did have appetizers, and they came and all. But we're watching this girl. Basically, she was working a section that was next to us and our table. We were sort of at an odd table. And at one point, she's coming past us. And it's been forever after our meal had come. It had been forever. We're like, we just are ready to go. You you know, we've had no drinks here for probably 30 minutes now. The food's been gone for at least 15 minutes now. We are just done. We just want to go. And so, and this is just kind of the way the night went. So as she's coming around, she's looking, and she's looking right at us. And I, I, I like catch her eye, and I go to raise my hand. She literally puts her eyes on the ground and starts to walk past us. And we had to, like, <laughs> physically stop her. It's like, hey, hey. <laughs> we see you. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> So what did you do? What, what did you do in this? What what did we do? Well, we to get her attention. Dine no, and dash. Di- <laughs> that was, I was on the verge of like we can't go back for go. six months. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it, we got our bill and we paid our bill and we walked out. And well, how not, did you how did you tip? Because that's usually my thing. Yes, it was not a good. It was not a so, good. So so we had a very similar. Sim- problem is we did three checks and this is what I said to our group. I said. We probably should never have said three checks. We probably pissed her off because we made her go through working harder for oh, our yeah. table. I'm a big believer you never split up a check. I you agree. just figure it out when it comes back. I know. totally agree. But yeah. that doesn't that doesn't justify the the bad service beforehand be, because you're you know you're you you don't know. We had a we had a horrific experience at a place that you all know and love. Um, and I don't know why we keep coming back there. I mean, I know Nikki Which keeps place? booking Wait, it. I think you can name it. What's yeah. this place? Monks? Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, you guys know what it is. One of our, our uh, co-workers uh, nearly flipped a table and left out. And oh, the place yeah, is yeah. Oh, that place, yeah. Kaiser Tiger. Yes. So they are. They have. We don't keep going back there, though. No, we haven't there once. No, no, no. no. Me, me, oh, my, my okay. group. Okay. Yeah. So oh, we okay. were there. We were there for my birthday. And the story for my birthday was basically just incompetence. And... <laughs> I can I can deal with incompetence. I, I'm okay really? with incompetence. Can you really? I can, no, I can't. You grew can. up in a broken bureaucratic uh, country. Yeah, I, I mean, true, I can deal. No, actually, you know, our bureaucracy was bad, but our waiters were excellent. <laughs> <laughs> if that's possible. You know, you did not oh, want those funny. assholes going around, going around drunk. Anyway, so, so it was my birthday last year. Um... Yeah, and we had a whole thing with this guy. He was slow. He messed up the order. But at the end of the day, he got the regular 20% tip. I usually feel bad because I know that they don't get paid. So I end up uh, yeah, I end up giving giving them the tip and then dealing with being yelled at by Nikki because he didn't do his fucking job. There's a bunch of people in this country that actually want to work for a living. <laughs> Fuck them. You know, don't reward lazy assholes. She's... Well, she could have grabbed the check. And done it her way. <laughs> there you, you know? go. <laughs> um, anyway, so last time we were there, and probably the last time ever, we we sit we sit down. We were waiting on a group of four, and it was just me and Nikki. And we sit down, and I start looking at the menu, and I'm looking at what I'm going to drink. She's not even looking at the menu because she decided she was going to have a uh, Corona, 
and she doesn't need to, you know, doesn't need to even, you know, look at anything. And I, I order my thing, and she goes, I'll, I'll have a Corona. And the waiter goes, uh, did you even look at the menu? <laughs> That's, a, that's the opposite of excellent choice. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible choice, ma'am. <laughs> what are you what, thinking? What a condescending asshole. <laughs> and this was the tone for the entire fucking dinner. So he's like, we don't have Corona. And he's basically yelling at her. And she just kind of was struck back like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, that I just, is a little crazy. Th- the next one was, you know, he brought us water. Um, he brought us water. We got two more at our table, and they ordered. And I just told him, hey, "Yeah, and can you bring us a little bit more?" And he just goes, "Yeah, yeah, I was gonna do that." <laughs> and it was an entire fucking night of this. What, what a great, great waiter. <laughs> Sounds awesome. And I'm sitting there going like. I mean, I'm used to bad service at this place, but this is a whole new level. I think yeah, that they yeah. just keep getting worse and worse. So he ended up getting like 10% tip. That was... I actually wanted, after the second incident with the water, I wanted to ask for the check immediately because I didn't want to yeah. give them any money. The yeah, problem just, is it's corona and you can't get a seat fucking anywhere in the city of yeah. Chicago yeah, Friday. Yeah, so, true. All right. Well, we are the Worldwide IT guys. I am Steve. John, Sean, and Ross. And we're here for uh, it's <sighs> podcast number 221. Um, and, and this is post-4th of July, so yeah. we didn't really have a pre-4th of July. I'm curious how everybody's weekend went. Did you do anything fun, Sean? We uh, <sighs> we went to like a couple really small barbecues. Our town canceled its fireworks. Really? Um, yeah. Huh. Our town is crazy under... As COVID is becoming less of a problem, just be- my town is so crazily liberal yeah. that they feel like masks are like the ultimate gesture to show you're not a Republican. <laughs> so like everyone still wears masks everywhere, you know, outside in grocery stores. Really? They canceled Fourth uh, of July, um, but then they had a huge event for Juneteenth, and I'm like, so we're obviously making these choices politically yeah one's a liberal holiday and the other isn't you know but um but the fourth of july is not and this is a problem that i have at the Mm. moment the fourth of july is not a republican holiday it isn't freaking country come on i I think really ultra liberal people are very bad at like owning patriotism as a positive quality you know like they see the problems with america and then they're Hmm. almost like well how could you be proud of this country you know yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I which mean, is a whole nother conversation. I mean, I another. got I got bombed by this country, and I can name a few things to be proud of. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but we there, we went to a you bunch of small parties. The cool thing about it is there were so many guerrilla fireworks going on because oh, yeah. they did ban it. That in some ways it was almost more fun just because they're right there and they're yeah. totally yeah. Unsafe. Watching <laughs> watching the west side because we we see the west side of Chicago from our balcony. Just watching these basically guerrilla fireworks going. It's off. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it was absolutely fucking amazing and it was it was like oh the fireworks start at 9.30 nope the fireworks start around 9-ish and they finished around 1.30 at yep. night yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, I, I don't miss living in this city because the entire month of July was fireworks yeah and in my neighborhood where we lived you never knew if it was gunshots or fireworks for <laughs> yeah. a month of July so I, I just enjoy the fact that I know that the fireworks are bothering my neighbors a hell of a lot more than me so I just yeah. enjoy them being annoyed yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we we had you know Hudson Lake 
uh, fireworks display is an amazing thing. I'm sure because of what you're talking about, right? It's it's all homegrown. There's no yep. official fireworks show. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw any of the posts, but uh, you know this I guy, a few, yeah. couple of doors down, he lines all of his shit up on the wall that's sort of you know at the bottom of their house, and they they fire them off. So we went out and sat in the middle of the lake, and literally had fireworks in the round. It was like, wait, we'll look over here. Oh, wait, no, let's look over here. It was really quite impressive. We we went and saw the fireworks um, on the lake the day before because they had fireworks on the third, yeah, both both days, yeah, third and the fourth. Um, and it was it was very nice. They they had the fireworks right on right behind the planetarium. I, I don't know who thought it would be a great idea to have that much explosives near live animals, but whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. Fuck <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Everyone in Oak Park is like that. They're like, and it is good. It's the right call to get rid of these fireworks. I mean, think of the dogs. I'm like, our dog. Fuck the dog though. Yeah. What do you think it, what, wait, a dog needs to be entitled to 365 days of good sleep a year. It's one day, and this is our country. Okay. You know, like, come on. So so I think we figured out the balance in our house. We have two dogs, right? They hate the fireworks. They hate all of this that's going on. Max, in particular, you know, loud noises. I mean, you look at him weird and he'll scamper into the back. But um, fireworks go off and there's an issue. We gave them drugs, right? So we have these ways of sedating them so that they're more calm. They still don't like it, Mm -hmm. but they're less of an issue. Last year... We gave Lily like three of these things because she kept being worried about it. She was stumbling around like, <laughs> like she's on heroin. Like, I've seen the universe's third eye. <laughs> it was not a pretty sight. That's hilarious. But this year we figured it out. We have no idea how they were. We gave them one thing. We left them in the house and we went out and said, okay, we're not anywhere close to them. So yeah, I think that's yeah. the balance. That right? is. You just. Right. You just don't need to see them in disarray. <laughs> Correct. And, you know, Correct. <laughs> yeah, we Ignorance had a, is bliss. A couple times in the night we had to try to find our dog, and she was either in a bathroom in the dark or in a closet by herself. Yeah. Just our hiding. dogs have grown up yeah. around so much noise. Like, we live right next to 290. Like, there's a fire station not that far from us that fireworks don't bother them. Oh, They're also good. small dogs. I feel small dogs are less bothered. Yeah, maybe. By loud noises than yeah. big dogs. So, dogs. so my dog, when we were back in Serbia, she wasn't she was um, she wasn't scared of the fireworks, but she would try to catch the fire. Like it, nice. it was like it was birds. Like game of fetch. Yeah, literally, yeah. and she would just tr- jump at the window and bark out of her mind. Oh, that's funny. So, so she was making even more noise than the actual fireworks, which was <laughs> fun. <laughs> well, that's I guess that's fun. <laughs> So uh, I got uh, poison ivy again. I don't again? Know. I was wondering Come if that's on. what you catch it airborne. Oh, like you're you're fuck. that susceptible Seriously. to it, right? I, I I am very susceptible, and um, so I was doing some gardening, literally like a week ago Monday. Maybe it was a bit longer than that. Yeah, it was a bit longer than that, and. You know, uh, trimming hedges and whatnot, and doing what I do. This is at our house, right? Yeah, and. Um, I didn't think twice about it, and all of a sudden I have this issue, and I was up at the lake, and I said to Jen, it had to have happened when I was doing the gardening, because I don't know Mm -hmm. when else I would have gotten this. We haven't seen it anywhere. (laughs) She comes back, and she's like, okay, so 
I ran around the house to make sure I didn't see it anywhere, and I realized it is like literally this tree that's growing in the bush you were cutting. I don't know how you didn't see this yeah. stuff that was growing there, but yeah, the massive poison ivy. I have ivy. always said that I'm immune to poison ivy, and I have always said Steve should hire me to do his landscaping and then hide <laughs> that as a slush bonus through my job here. <laughs> so. Yes. Let's make sure the company pays for my gardening. <laughs> hey, I mean, if it, keeps, hey. If it keeps you rash free. <laughs> hey, you've been at this company for 30 years. You deserve yeah. it. We can hide bodies here. No problem, Steve. Come on. So Sean's been doing some great work on Index. And then you just have a photo of me and I'm yeah. like, shirt off. With the <laughs> Dion's working on his car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Dion's got his shirt off. He's... Uh, He's under the hood. He's got, like, grease all over him. Crank, crank, crank. Yeah, exactly. I think we're looking at the next World by IT guy's calendar. I think think so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's Um, funny. So I have a kind of a – this goes back to the service talk, if you guys want to hear. I thought this was a really interesting story, and I wanted to get your guys' take on it. Yeah, sure. So this is the flip side of that. Like, I think what we're seeing is, like, some waiters, like, are rusty and forgot how to be a good server. <clears throat> but I hung out with a buddy of mine uh, Thursday night after, we, you know how I told, I gave John a warning we were doing a big Adobe batch. And yeah. I'm like, we want to get this done before I meet my buddy. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't seen him in a long time. I'm going to run this gonna batch. You, yeah. you clean up the rest of the weekend. Have a- <laughs> yeah, gonna, it's going to take a good 72 hours to recover. From. We didn't get that crazy, but he's owned a bar in the city for ages. A great guy. Good friend of mine. And, uh, Anyhow, he was like, telling me, he's like, I've owned this bar. He owns Galway Bay, this like oh, dive yeah. bar on diversity. Yeah. Wait, like, is I'm, that the place with the Bears van? Is that it the same is, guy? It is, yeah. yeah. It's a great bar. Yeah. He's like, I've owned that bar for 20 years. I have dealt with more drama from customers and my staff in the last two months than I have in the other 20 years combined. He's like, people, especially people who turn 21 under lockdown, straight up don't know how to act at a bar. Like It's ridiculous. I get like complaints every night that we're going to be sued. Aren't they um, 23 and over bar? They're no, old. they're 21 and over. He would probably, okay. if that's legal, he would do that. Like, you know, like yeah. you have to run a car to get in or something. <laughs> like, you know, 23. But this is the one he, this is the story he told me about and he showed me the video. I wanted to get uh, your guys' feedback on this. I thought it was so funny. So he gets a call one night and it's a regular and the dude's like, hi, uh, huge issue. I was just sexually assaulted at your bar. This is a man. And uh, your staff doesn't care. No one's doing anything about it. So he replies, like, you can call me right now. I'm here. Um, you know, I'm sorry that you're dealing with that. Call me and let me know. And uh, the guy calls him back like two days later. And he's like, yeah, uh, this girl just came up and grabbed my ass. And I complained to the staff. And they didn't care. So then he looks at the video. And the girl did not grab his ass. She clearly was drunk and got confused because he had a similar shirt on to her boyfriend. And all she did was untuck his shirt. And then you see him get up and explode, you know, and start screaming. And you see him, like, yelling at the staff, like, you got to kick her out. And you could see the staff being like, dude, it was an accident. Yeah. You know, like, they weren't being assholes by any ways. You know, let me buy a beer. So uh, my friend is like, okay, I'm going to show him the video. And he's talking to me. He hasn't shown him the video yet. And he's like, I'm going to show him the video, and he's going to, like, drop. He's going to be like, oh, I was drunk, and I missed that yeah, yeah, it, right? Yeah. I'm like, of course, you know. Yeah. So he shows him the video. 
and they're zooming to do the video, and he's like, "That's it. That's what I was talking about. That that's a. If I was a woman, that's a rape right there." He's like, well, "Dude, she just." Confused who you yeah. were and untucked your shirt, and then it stopped once she saw your face. You know, it was it was an accident. He's like, "Nope, that's a rape." If I was a woman, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. I need you to save that video. I need you to send it to me because I'm probably going to press charges when I come back. I can't decide that right now because I'm getting married today. Oh my <laughs> god! Like, what? I got a lot on my plate today. I'm like, Jay, on his to, wedding day. Yeah, you need to ban this fucking guy from your bar because he's insane. Like, yeah, he's, he's totally he's, insane. He's zooming with you on his wedding day about pressing charges. First for of all, a girl. that's not the clientele that he wants at their and bar. That's what I said. But he's he's like, at the wrong bar. He kept going. Jay's hilarious. He's like, he's great at trivia night. Really solid trivia player. <laughs> I'm like, he's crazy, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> Two blocks down is Duffy's. Go there. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, is there any part of him that, that was like, was he sat next to his girlfriend and this was like the the fiancé like going, no, you make sure because she should not touch you that way. Yeah, I, either he's marrying a crazy person who's fully behind it yeah. or he's being totally secretive about this because it would scare away a normal woman. Like I, I, I told Justin, like, what would you do if I was doing a video conference call with the owners of Galway Bay on, on our a wedding, wedding day? day? Sure. Like she would walk, like she would run away, like, you know, like well, graduate. I, you know, for 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 you, I feel that that would be normal. But for yeah, anybody they else, talking about my yeah. Cab. <laughs> yeah, I think I left my phone there last night. <laughs> so it's my wedding day. And I'm not going to so. be able to make that payment on that tab. <laughs> yeah. If you wanted to give me a present, <laughs> erase my tab. I kind of feel that whatever happened to making fun of these assholes like yeah, i would that's what i was saying i was like jay he's like well he's he's calling you a sexual harassment so i need to be i'm like jay whatever happened to just telling somebody they're fucking ridiculous yes you no, know? no so sir there is this website where that you can you know go to and deal with your issues it's Pornhub.com. <laughs> that would be great if you said it in that slow, deliberate voice. Because I understand, like, we work at a corporation, and if a crazy person made a similar allegation at our corporation, HR has to take it seriously. Yeah, like, absolutely. we're a totally different environment. Absolutely. But a dive bar, I feel, is like one of the last remaining places that could just tell an asshole to shut the fuck up, you know? Like... If, well, they, if they can't do it, who can? I, I, I have a feeling that a lot worse has happened in that bar over the years. Oh, I'm certain. I, oh, that place is... I yeah. have a... Not not a similar story, but I have a story that actually... I mentioned it today at Unscrum that actually uh, finished with me filing a police report and basically being told by the cops, like, yeah... This off. Yeah. <laughs> not, not really. We have bigger fish. Okay. To, yeah. Not really. Well, oh, they hate you opening up anything because it goes against their stats. I know so many people have gone to the Chicago police and they're like, "Are you sure you want to file this?" You know, so, because they don't. It, oh it, yeah. If they don't think they'll solve it, it it counts as an unsolved case against their metrics. You know. Have, have you heard Ross's story? Nobody no, heard. Nobody heard. heard story. Nobody okay. heard the story. So you should, I'll, I'll. You should tell your story. I'll tell the story. Um, so basically, if you if you as as you guys can see, I'm using my 2015 MacBook, uh, the oldie but a goodie. And the reason for that is is my screen after nine months of the old, of the new machine just died. Yeah. Just it wouldn't. And then I was using it as like a you know basically a desktop with external monitors, but then basically the USB port started flaking, yep. and I'm like. All right, time to, time to go to the Apple store. I go there, everything is fine. 
Um, I give them the MacBook. They're like, we'll overnight it. That was like the Friday. The Monday was supposed to be the 21st. They're like, we'll overnight it. They'll, you're around their Apple, Apple Care. Everything's great. FedEx is going to give it to you. All good, right? Monday rolls along. Doesn't show up. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, it was too fast anyway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, Tuesday, I look at my email, look at the tracking number, and it says delivered. It was delivered. Uh-oh. And I'm you like, okay. Um, and the reason why it was weird is because, as annoying as my building is, the staff is amazing. We have a person that handles the packages. We get notified. You know, it goes into like a whole thing. So I go down and I talk to her and I'm like, hey, I was supposed to get a laptop. FedEx says it's delivered. I show her the phone. She, Did you get it? And she's like, no, I didn't. Like, And I'm very careful about it, especially something that looks like a laptop that's expensive and whatever. And I look at it. You were supposed to sign for it. And some some dude named P. Collins signed for it. Phil I'm Collins. Like, Phil Collins. <laughs> 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 in the air tonight, baby. <laughs> so anyway, so I go to the management office and I'm like, do we have do we have a P. Collins working here? And they're like, nope. Anyway, I, I try to chase it down. It's definitely not in my building. It's not anywhere in the community. I, I literally bothered anybody that I could bother. And I'm like, all right, well, it's time to call FedEx, right? So I go to my apartment, take out my, my cell phone, I call them, and I'm like, hey, I'm so-and-so tracking numbers, you say that you delivered it, I never got it, and she's like, no, 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 we delivered it yesterday to 555 West Kinsey Street, and she goes, oh, that's not your address, I live at 501 North Clinton. Okay. Oh, no way. They delivered it at 555 West Kinsey Street. Where Phil Collins signed for it. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire Genesis Who knew he lives there? there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, are you... Because <laughs> I, I, your your real name, if they actually asked, is not easy to pronounce. So no. I love him just be like, "Yes, I am." <laughs> Euro, you, Euros, Euros. Yeah. Anyway, that's so funny. Uh, so they delivered the laptop at the wrong address, and I mean, basically, the lady told me immediately that they fucked up. So I'm like, "All right." So what happens now? She's like, "Oh, we'll try to do like a retrieval." I'm like, "Okay." And I, I call Apple. I tell them, and they're like, "All right, you know, don't talk to anybody else. You're talking with us. We have a contract with FedEx. If they can't retrieve it, we'll give you a new one. They'll pay us back for it." I'm like, "Great, perfect." And I asked them. So the beauty of this entire situation is like, usually you have location services turned on on your machine, mm-hmm. um, but when you take it to the Apple Store to get repaired, you got to turn it off. Right. So you can't find the fucking thing. And I asked them like, did you did you wipe my machine the way that you were supposed to? And she's like, well, I don't know. If it was just a screen replacement, not really. It you know, if it was a logic board, then everything's dead. But you know, if we don't have to, we don't do it. I'm like, well, that's fantastic. Anyway, the machine is encrypted. Not really that big of a deal. But um, and now I'm waiting basically for the new one. Anyway, a couple of days rolls along, and I get a phone call from my door staff saying that this is amazing. Saying that there is a doorman from effectively 555 West Kinsey, and that he has a package for me. And oh. now I'm now I'm really happy. I'm overjoyed. I'm like, oh my god, this dude, you know, made the trip, and came to deliver me my package. I mean, that that's really nice, nice of him. And I come down, and I'm overjoyed, and faith in humanity restored, and the guy hands me a letter. And I'm like, this is not a laptop. It's a little bit skinny <laughs> yeah. to be a laptop. And I opened this sealed envelope, this thing here, that contains uh, the shipping label for okay. for the for the laptop, ba- basically 
you know, once you rip off the shipping label. So somebody got this package. Somebody yeah. got this package. Once you rip off the shipping label, nobody FedEx will no longer be able to retrieve it. And there, and then there is a note in there that says, "Hi." It actually says, "Urush, my name is Brian. I found your MacBook Pro that Amazon lost." Uh, I found it. Yeah, I tried to have Kinsey Park Security reach out to you, but they don't. But they don't even care about resident issues, apparently. By the way, this is a sealed envelope that he delivered. He never made contact with my building ever. He's like, please text me at gives his phone number, gives email Shepherd Corporation at Gmail. P.S. I don't have possession of the laptop, but I can get it and bring it to you if you're willing to compensate me for it. Oh, no way! <laughs> I'm a Nigerian prince. <laughs> oh, my God. Who has fallen into your laptop? That's hilarious. Please let me know uh, while I still have access to the laptop. It was delivered to the wrong building, and I, I would have to stealthily pure procure it. Stealthily in procure. So I've it stolen it from you, <laughs> but I have That's to hilarious. stealthily procure it from somebody else. <laughs> in order to get it to you without being labeled labeled a thief or being fired for disobeying co- uh, company policy by removing the item for, uh, from the site for you. Uh, hope to hear from you soon. Is if it I in don't, the mail room or so, something? So wait, wait, what does it say? If I don't, what does it say? If I don't, I'll have to assume you simply don't want to need the laptop, at which point I'll just leave it at the storage facility, which was what you were supposed to do from the yeah. beginning, you fucking asshole, but with yeah. the label so that FedEx can actually find it, but never mind. Uh, the storage facility now, uh, have a great day. Oh, oh, and I'll be quitting this place soon, so please let me know ASAP. Thanks. Before I go elsewhere. <laughs> so, so this, this guy clearly swiped it. Yeah. And is trying to get something for it. Otherwise, he has a laptop, which is going to be, you know, encrypted disk and, you know, what, what's he going to... It's not useful. Pointless. It's not, yeah. It, I don't know. And the cops don't want to hear it. Yeah, so don't I, care. So basically, so <laughs> this I, is why insurance exists. Yeah. This is why you paid for Apple Care. They took care of you. They're going to FedEx. FedEx is going to pay for it because they have insurance. You're fine. So actually, so I filed the online reports. So I went in. Uh, I I typed out the entire letter because you can't really attach anything because the portal for reporting online crimes is from like 1995, and it got rejected within three minutes. And there was like a phone call, a phone number that you want to call if you want to de- deal with it, which. At this point, I was all in, so yeah. I did. I called it, stay, stay 30 minutes you know, on hold, and then I got to a police officer who was actually really friendly, but he was saying, like, I can't do anything about the note. If you actually gave him the money, then it would have been extortion. This, this way, it's not extortion. So I'm like, mm. I can go and ask people. So basically, from what I understand is I can go and I can ask you I can attempt to extort. I can attempt to extort you. Committed a crime. Exactly. But as there's, soon no as you give the there's no way that's true. There's no way that's, way that's true. true. Cops should <laughs> fucking lie to you. About. I had a buddy who uh, a dude broke into his apartment and um, fucked his girlfriend on their couch. Like he was so drunk that he didn't know where he was at. And my buddy wakes up and like they're they're fucking on the couch and he has to grab a baseball bat and like he gets in a fight with the dude but luckily he overpowers him the dude runs out naked into the streets with wait, 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 how did the, the man, the stranger's girlfriend, was being fucked by the stranger? The, the stranger's girlfriend thought this was his place. Oh, like, like so, a drunk oh. guy just went into the wrong. But he called Chicago police. He's like, "Yeah, I'd like to report. Like, you, you know, I have an intruder." In Chicago, they came up. They said, "They're like," he's like, "Yeah, like you know, because the dude left his wallet. He's like, I have his address. Like, 
let's go get him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, you know, he technically didn't commit any crimes. He's like, that's not a fucking crime. Breaking and entering. And this is what the cop goes. He goes, because he actually lifted the window up and got in through the window, he didn't break anything. So it's not yeah. breaking and entering. And I'm like, there's no fucking way that's, that's true. There's no way that's true. They lie to you because they don't want to take on the It's a lot pride. of paperwork, Sean. Yeah. So like, one time you. I got a, a biking accident. And the guy got out of the car and punched me out, knocked me I out remember that. cold. Yeah. And with you know hundreds of witnesses and license plate number, the cops were like, okay, so here's the license plate. Uh, we ran a check on it. Here's his home address, his name. Uh, good luck. And they're like, oh, like yeah, they're going like, back like uh, you can file a personal uh, lawsuit against him, but we're not going to, you know, pursue it. Yeah. But like we have all this information, and that's we ran crazy. the background check. Here you go. And that's like a dangerous person that should oh, yeah. be on the roads, you know. Absolutely. Like, yep, we don't Road rage, they don't care. It's just yeah. Yeah, too much so, work. So basically, wow. what he told me, like, you know, like this isn't for you to file because you you got your laptop back. This is for FedEx to file, <clears throat> and I'm sure that they will. Well, that I'm, might be uh, true, and FedEx might be better at pursuing that. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, but there's a, there's a whole thing because I I did not have a direct line of communication with FedEx. I'm not even sure that FedEx has this note. Apple does, and the police do, but FedEx probably does not. And I'm sure FedEx has like some sort of you know uh, balancing act where they're like. They're like, all right, is this systemic? I'm, like they, I'm sure they have yeah. like private security forces that it's like, okay, we're actually going to worry about this person and we're going to engage yeah. our security team. They're, or they're like, oh, we'll just eat it. Believe it or not, yeah, they're not going to worry about a $2,000 laptop or whatever. They're just going to be like, whatever. Yeah, I think they would only worry about it if it was part of like some like sting where yeah. l- like there was something about the GPS location of this building where this building has like – Keeps like, doing oh, it. Keeps to doing it. You know. Otherwise, yeah. they're just like, yeah, we'll eat it. You know. Totally agree. Cost <laughs> of doing business. You know. <clears throat> yeah. Totally um, agree. I, I agreed. I mean, it was just a little bit, you know, a little bit scummy. I, I'm kind of re- regretting Should not we? not not sending him money. Just in terms of, uh, we've been talking about crime for a while, and there's been a big ransomware story. Just to bring it back to IT, like this. Uh, I don't know if they're pronounced Revil or Revel like that. It's our it's our evil. I think yeah, it's our evil is yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but they hacked this company I've never heard of. I think I've heard of it. What what, what is I it? had not heard of it, but I guess what they specialize in is like the guy, when I've worked in IT, I've always worked for big corporations. These guys are like they they specialize in small places. We will do all your IT services. Oh, okay. You know, small oh. to medium-sized businesses. And they do a lot of, like, uh, Internet of Things type stuff, like registers and so on. So uh, we'll call them Revil. Which, and I'm, I'm, which by the way, the, the, like one of the most hackable things, right? The, totally. Internet of Things. And once it's hacked, it's, it's, it's very hard to recover from that, right? You know, because it doesn't have, like, a traditional operating system where your on-prem right. staff can, you know, right. you may even just have to ship it back. And um, But uh, Revil... Uh, hacked this company, and they hacked them months ago, and it's been a supply chain attack where it's just the new devices. It's sideloaded into all these new devices, and now I guess it's it's huge. It's like a oh yeah, Sweden's biggest grocery store had to shut down. Oh my gosh. Um, there's uh, apparently the New Zealand school system uses it, and the New Zealand school system had to shut down. Um, and it's really interesting. Like we've been talking about this a lot on the. Uh, podcast lately, but these supply channels are so integrated now yep. 
And it makes these ransomware attacks a little odd because I think sometimes they don't even know who, when it, when all the chips fall, what they're going to fuck up. Right. Because you know? like, they, they actually, they, they're like a corporation. They released a statement like, listen, we did not mean to shut down the New Zealand schools. That's just, that's just a, that a byproduct of collateral damage. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah. But that's basically what they do. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was an accident. And, and, and that was like this. It's back to what you said last time we talked about all this, the fact that they are very much trying to take a PR approach to it. And, and look, we don't want to fuck up anything nasty. Yeah, we're, we're criminal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> don't mess up the kids. <laughs> Leave the kids out of it. But we don't want the governments coming down on us. Yeah. We don't want people really, you know, it's just we're just trying to make a buck here, okay? <laughs> we're a cybersecurity company where we're doing penetration testing. And it's like you're it's like it's the most expensive pen test you've ever paid for. It's, <laughs> it's a grander scale of your ransomware issue, right? It's a guy just trying to make a buck. I'll help you out. I, I can get you your laptop if you need it. Just let me know. I, I just I I don't know. I, I've I've seen so many people doing so many stupid things. I I, I was I, I had this story. I wasn't sure if I wanted to publicly talk about it, like on on a podcast or whatever. But I'm not gonna say who it is. But there is a company that I know of that um, uses a they they share a Yahoo inbox between the employees. So no two factor, no nothing, public. Yahoo among all all things, and this inbox is used for a whole slew of things, including financial information. Oh, oh absolutely! Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Routing, nice. routing, banking, <laughs> banking information, social security numbers, all of it, and it's a shared. And five or five or six people share this inbox, and I am sure that I could probably go online and find the password that they're using and log into this. Well, you do know that the biggest problem is collaborate with collaboration is, you know, there are too many silos. Like, content gets into these little pockets. So the best thing to do is to have one email for 10,000-person organization. <laughs> yes. And everybody just shares it. They all Pass- have it. It's all good. Password one two three, and we are good to go. Good to go. We actually had a, a <clears throat> large provider software that Sean and I might have fucked up last weekend suggests that we have, you know, just share a account. We're like, nope, that's not going to work. That's, that's <laughs> you can't not share username and password. Sorry. It's not the way it works. It's ludicrous that we have these two different stories. The, the dichotomy of the, the hacking and the ridiculous, you know, what's happening to infrastructure and I, school I systems and whatnot, where we need to be more diligent and we need to be better about all this to this kind of a thing where it's like, are you fucking kidding? You even suggested us that we share using and password. No. Uh, and, uh, I, and I think that the ha- hacking isn't like some, you know, some dude finding, you know, uh, zero-day bugs in, no, like, they assembly... Don't co- they just trick you into giving your password. And, and they yeah. don't even need to trick you into giving them their passwords. I mean, these, these services, like, people are horrible about password management. And, like, so, you know, you're... If, if you're using the same password for multiple things, which most people are, as soon as fucking Yahoo gets hacked, which they do every three months. <laughs> no, honestly, no, yeah. no. There's a there's a dude um, uh, that I follow on YouTube. Um, that, that's a computer scientist. He's a, he's a researcher from from England, and they are using a a data dump of uh, Yahoo from 2013 
to do brute force decrypting attack on their hashed passwords. Mm -hmm. And they've, like, since 2013, and this was, like, in 2015, in two years, they've decrypted 80% of the passwords. So they have plain text passwords and email address, and those people have not changed their passwords. And all of those uh, lists that come out that are... Um, the like stupidest the, the stupidest passwords. passwords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason they have them is because those stupid passwords actually help uh, the decrypting algorithm figure out whether or not uh, the, the decryption is working. They basically brute force it until it starts making sense. Once it starts making sense, they they actually figured it out, and they can brute force well, it if I, they have enough time. I, I've said it before. You know, a password manager and not you know having properly long and complex string passwords that are not human readable that's the only it, way it of, doesn't it doesn't yeah. even it doesn't even matter like you have to make sure that for any account that is vaguely important that that password is unique well, password for that yes totally agree yeah. totally agree that's the most important so thing so when somebody gets your password and gets into the system they don't then go to your bank and say hey same same fluffy 29 that I use there mm-hmm. is getting me into this, you know, bank account. Um, so totally agree. Unique passwords everywhere. Very, very strong passwords everywhere. And how do you do that? You do that through a tool. You do that through password management. Yeah. And and two-factor, if at all possible. <clears throat> and always two-factor when yep. you have the opportunity. Yeah. <clears throat> there, there's your lesson for the day. Not that anybody who listens to this podcast needs to be Probably told needs any that, of yeah. this shit. <laughs> I changed my password yesterday, so um, I mean, I, I spent a significant amount of time telling my. So I was actually talking to Alka about this, um, like because uh, she's our compliance officer, um, and there was a conversation with a different group that I know that also ha- is struggling with this, and I and I asked her like, do you have like a idiot level document? of best practices for something that I can send to my aunt. Like, do we... Because that's the level. That's literally what I need. I need, like, a PowerPoint presentation for for idiots. Like, do not do this. Do this, this, and this. Don't do this, this, and this. Did she have something? She did not. She had, like, texts of, 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 like, compliance and Yeah, and we've got, you know, all the different emails that we send to people telling them, you know, be smart, but... That's I couldn't find it. I couldn't find anything. I ended up writing like a lengthy-ish email that nobody's going to read that basically said what we've been saying. Yeah, well, like, every other day I'm getting, you know, from my sister or my mom, is this legitimate? Is this legitimate? I, I've taken to sending back, if you think you have to ask me, it is assume not. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll figure it out from there. But, yeah, I mean, that's they, they need help, and it's sad that they do, but... Well, I, I don't know uh, uh, where we go on on cybersecurity and um, improving <laughs> upon all of this, but it sure seems like it's heating up and heating up worse and worse every day. Yeah. Um, and you saw, you know, the, the Russians have now been accused of literally attacking the government and trying to get in right after um, – the president had a meeting with yeah, Putin going, with this shit's got to end. Let's stop. Mm-hmm. And so what's going to be the reaction? That's my question is what's our next move on all of this? Will there be something that the Biden administration can do? Or is it just one of those things that we never hear about and 
we've attacked something and it's silent and and nothing comes of it in the press. Yeah, I think I saw an article that said the headline was <clears throat> World War Three will be a cyber war. Like, I think it's going on. Yeah, I, I think it. it really is. So here's a, here's the thing that kind of bu- bugs me. So I know from like like you know Serbian systems, and uh, I'm equating Russia to Serbia because I think uh, they they have a lot in common. Uh, but like the documents. Wait, the calls coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ross. So a lot of these systems, government-run systems like the you know the police systems, the uh, court records, the like the 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 remnants of the communist uh, yep. system, I think they're running on Windows 95. <laughs> oh, absolutely! No, no, no. I, I I'm fairly sure. Like they have like the the big long mm-hmm. monitors, um, Windows 95 XP somewhere if we're lucky, and so on and so forth. So I am kind of surprised. Well, that we're not doing. Actually, I think we probably are using like at the NSA. And our security uh, agencies to actually go and fuck with their shit. Well, I I think, I I believe it's a harder problem than people realize in the sense that we've already done all the economic sanctions we can. So now what's left back, and Putin doesn't care about any of that because he makes enough money to kind of keep his sort of dictatorship alive by keeping the oligarchs happy and so on. So we could attack back and start doing that. I'm sure, I agree with you, Ross, I'm sure they're extraordinarily vulnerable. Yeah. More vulnerable yeah. than we are. El- electrical, like the thing yeah. is, like the like electrical... We could shut down their electrical grid in 10 minutes, probably. But I don't th- But I don't think that's the, the intent, right, is not to take the Russian people out. <sighs> yeah, I think that it, I think it's a, a two-pronged issue where it's like, one, you don't want to do all these like collateral damage against Russian citizens... And also, it, it's probably not going to inspire a coup, you know, by right. pissing all them off. I, I, I disagree. Well, uh. I, well, what I think would be, uh, granted, I'm not an expert on, like, geopolitics, but I think what would be oh, come a, on. a better strategy <laughs> is to isolate Putin from his oligarchs. And I feel like you could start attacking them individually. Like, you could attack their companies. And, and just get to the point where you <clears> let the oligarchs know... If you keep allowing Putin to attack us, there's going to be a lot of heat on you. But then I don't know if they're like, actually, the next guy that could replace Putin, we're actually even more afraid of than yeah. Putin. You, yeah. you know? So they're sort of like, well, Putin, we hate him, but he's predictable. Right. And then you get into the whole issue the, the, of, the are, are we now fighting that war that effectively puts, says, well, that guy's bad, so we're going to, we're going to put in our guy who we think is probably good, yeah. who then turns out to be, you know, Saddam Hussein or whatever. Yeah. And we're dealing with the the next problem. And America likes that. Like they like dealing with the dictators they know. You, mm-hmm. you know, they always feel like, all right, we can at least plan for a future with this. <clears throat> and they might just tell Putin. Putin is such a survivor. I feel like he reminds me of Saddam in that way. And I think Bush underestimated Saddam. But um, I think you just go like, hey, buddy, you've crossed the line in how bad this ransomware's get, gotten. So you tell them. To scale it back, or we will. Yeah. And they're probably already saying conversations yeah, yeah. like that. And that's my point. Uh, like, there was a conversation. This happened. Was this a Putin chess piece going, thanks very much for that conversation, yeah. by the way, that's just so question. you know, knock, knock, knock. And now there's the other conversation happening that we'll never hear about. Yeah. <laughs> 
It, I mean, it, it's weird because it's like IT is becoming so ingrained into our lives. Like, to John's point, it's just part of geopolitical warfare now. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it is. And we are in the, World War Three. It's just a different I flavor. also think we don't have good norms on it yet. You, you know, like, um, there's, a, there's a really interesting New Yorker article from a few months ago where I guess Russia in, basically invented this device <clears throat> that uses microwave technology that they're using on spies – that uh, none of it's proven yet. In, Cu- high- in Cuba? In, this- in Cuba. They, it's ca- they call it the Cu- Cuba Syndrome. Right. Uh, because of all these spies uh, from the CIA and the State Department having atrocious headaches. But what they think is happening is they like basically like point essentially a ray gun at you. It harvests your electronic data, but it is so... Uh, like beta technology, and it's not, they don't give a shit about the, the effects sure. that it's causing brain damage on these Ooh. people. So, like, a yeah. lot of these diplomats are coming back with chronic migraines. Like they're so, this is seizures. where the flat earthers are coming from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, they, maybe yeah. <laughs> they somehow were spider pod and they're getting hit by these <laughs> ray guns. But, um, like, I was reading, an, uh, and within this article, they talk about how. We actually – it took us like 50 years through the Cold Wars, but we agreed on these norms with how we deal with spies where we don't really kill their their spies and they don't kill ours. We sort of detain them or if we do kill them, there has to be like a certain level of proof and we both agreed – like both countries didn't like the chaos of having no rules. Wa- so waterboarding, yay. Murder, yeah. nay. And apparently brain damage is okay. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> yay. Technology, and I don't, they don't think the Russians understood that it was going to cause this, you know. Uh. So, like, they're like, maybe now it needs to be perfected, you know. But I, I think we're in the ransom, we're such in the early stages of ransomware that we don't have international norms yet. Like, listen, you can hack an incompetent company. I don't Fine. Think, I don't think but we're... But you can't hack a school system or a hospital. Right. You know. Right. I don't, I don't think we're in the early stages. I think this has been happening for a while. It's just that finally we're seeing the consequences. I mean, the Snowden shit was in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just remind you, I think I said it on one of the previous podcasts, was that the USA, he worked on a project where the USA had ha- ha- hacks in place to take down the Japanese power grid. Mm-hmm. And, like, if they're doing that, we, if we are doing that to Japan, we're probably fucking with, with Russia. I mean... Oh, oh sure. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's just but that's a, back to the whole thing about, you know, it's it's like the nuclear arms race, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, we can kill everybody. We, pff, yeah, absolutely. But, but that we, no, that's unrealistic. Yeah. Let's, let's be able to do, be able to manage, be able to counter, but not actually execute and that's the whole point right yeah so (laughs) what a fun conversation i I have a question uh what billionaire is going to blow up first oh in the space race in the space race. would it be hilarious if they all die doing this yes richard branson now says he's going to be next uh, week or or this um, week next week yeah he's going to be bezos yeah he's yeah he jumped the dates and now he's going first i wonder if bezos will be like Fuck that! I'm jumping We're going the early, <laughs> Un- unannounced. Yeah, launch, how, you know? how are you gonna go to space if Amazon doesn't deliver your jet fuel? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? Um, uh, you know, it's uh, not. Uh, oh shoot! What's the what's the the thing? It, it basically uh, uh, where they do the surveys. They asked, you know, 
should Jeff Bezos be allowed to come back? Into oh, the, the petition. Yeah, yeah. Nope, nope. Everybody said no. He should stay in space. Just stay in space. space yeah. with brother. <laughs> <laughs> if you leave the atmosphere, that's on you, man. <laughs> you can't come back. I mean, the, the the chances of one of them blowing up is. I mean, space. I mean, when you consider that NASA lost like three space shuttles. Was yeah. it three that we lost? Was it three? Maybe Two. it was uh, space shuttles. One. Space no, we lost shuttles. the Challenger. Two. Two. And we lost. Uh, okay. the, one, the one coming back into 13, the... Right? Uh, okay. Right? That well, one blew we didn't, up. We didn't one going up, that. one coming down. Okay. They do say, though, that the reason why the shuttle was so dangerous is it was a reusable... Um, yeah. Bezos and Branson are going up, I believe, in non-reusable. Yeah, Amazon doesn't... No, 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 no. I, I think the... One of them is reusable, I thought. Oh, really? Well, the, the one that... The Virgin Atlantic is... Uh, you know, an airplane carries it up really high and then drops it and then it fires. Okay. I think the other one, Bezos, actually launches off. Yeah, I think Bezos is like a pod. So right. he's, he's more he's more, more likely to blow up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So get your Amazon orders in this know. week. We'll see. Uh, like he's the guy at the controls going, oh shit, Jeff Bezos blew up. All of Amazon just yep, stopped. Shut down. Just like, I can't deliver anything well, anymore. Well, I'm convinced that's why he resigned as the CEO, yeah. you yeah. know, is because they, they would have never allowed that if Correct. he was actually the CEO. Yeah. Maybe they'll hire him back if he makes it. It blows up, <laughs> and then debris <laughs> falls on top of one of the uh, Amazon uh, fulfillment centers. That that would just be... Oh, actually, there's innocent people there. It's going to blow up. And I don't want anybody to blow up. Amazon I'm packages sorry. falling Not even from Jeff the, Bezos. No, I don't want them to blow up. I, no, I, I would I just like to that. clarify, I totally want them to. I know. <laughs> that does not surprise me in the least. Uh, guys, I hate to say it, but I'm going to have to wind this down, and I'm hungry. Let's do it. Are we doing lunch? Is anybody joining me? Sean, I know you. Where are you going? I brought mine. All right. Well, we have been the Worldwide IT Guys, and we will catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. What do you want to do? You know what I saw that is reopened and has outdoor seating. Time and looks out. Cool. Time out. It's reopened. Yeah. Uh, There's some good stuff. I do have an update from my, my sister. Uh, she got her Ford card over the weekend. It took eight months now. Remember we got them in like two weeks? Yeah. It takes eight months now. Yeah, what kind? Her firearm. Oh. oh yeah.